0: Hi, I'm Amelia, and tonight on a very special Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Cooking Association, we're talking about a lesbian drama film like no other you ever might have seen before in your life. Definitely. It's not stereotypical at all. Lisa Cholodenko's Pi Art. And on tonight's episode, I am joined by two of the finest art critics of all time. First up, you may find him scouting for talent at your local community college's end of the semester art show. It's Nato! Oh,
1: uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Nato Kitsch, and you might know me as the creative designer for the magazine Fuck Trees Magazine, a magazine <laughs> that is printed on 1,000 blank pages of paper and designed to kill all of those damn trees. <coughs>
0: Well, sign me up for some arboricide. I don't know what you'd call the murder of trees, but capitalism is my idol. Um, next up, they may speak in abstract metaphors and vague platitudes, but we can assure you their taste is far, far superior to yours. It's Ro! Hello,
2: everybody. My name is Ro, and I'm the editor in chief of Glance Magazine, the art publication that's only one page long, because that's <laughs> the amount of time that everybody's willing to spend on an art publication. You can find me on twitch.tv slash I like how
1: our magazines were like the opposite end of like length.
2: I know! I was laughing the entire time you were doing your intro because I knew what I was about to say.
0: That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I sure hope that one page isn't on back pages, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Also, before we delve any further into this film, we feel the need to give a slight trigger warning. This movie does contain the use of intravenous drugs and mentions a drug overdose. On to our summary. High Art is a film about love, loss, and art, inspired by feminist photographer Nan Golding's work. Sid, our protagonist, is a newly promoted assistant editor at a highfalutin photography magazine who leads a life of tedious monotony with her boyfriend Brad or something. I can't remember his name. He was mostly (laughs) in the background anyways. Um, Noticing a leak one night that leads her to the apartment of her upstairs neighbors, she finds herself entranced by Lucy Berliner, a once famous photographer, who one day suddenly and mysteriously retired without a word. Alrighty then, before we continue on to our discussion, we should warn you to go see this if you don't want any spoilers, because there's going to be some coming up. Alright, um, what did you guys think?
1: More like downer art. (laughs) Yeah, really?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think it's, yeah. (laughs) I have complicated feelings about this movie. (laughs) I feel like if
1: this movie's intention was to make Sid an unlikable character, I think it's a genius movie. And if the movie's intention wasn't to make her uh, an extremely unlikable character, it's a good movie with a really unlikable protagonist.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think this movie looks amazing.
1: Yeah,
2: But the actual content of the movie is like, I I don't think there's a single character in this movie, aside from maybe photographer lady's mom, that
0: I found to be an enjoyable character. (laughs) (laughs) That begs the question, are any of these characters meant to be likable? What are your thoughts on that?
1: I would argue Lucy is supposed to because she's kind of like portrayed like she's trapped in a bad situation with Greta and she's kind of forced back into an uncomfortable position like f- to make like corporate art uh, by Sid like she's supposed mm-hmm. to be like the artist artist which like I did inti- I originally like going into it just like I really don't like that <laughs> coming from like two <laughs> different art schools. Um because you get just a lot of those sort of, like, everyone's an tour kind of idea. Uh, mm-hmm. But the more the movie went on, the more I kind of sympathize with her situation and kind of being forced into that kind of position and also kind of yearning for some kind of, like, acceptance since she wasn't getting with right. Greta from uh, mm-hmm.
2: Sid. I think... That's a really valid take. Like, there's a lot of room to explore with, like, the unhappy artist trope. <laughs> because people are all so different and th- they all react to unhappiness in, you know, different ways. Um, like, I, I do genuinely think there are really, like, pretty good moments in this movie. But, like... At every turn, I just found myself thinking, "God, I really wish I liked these characters more like if I feel like if the characters were more likable, then I would have been more emotionally invested in the content of this movie.
1: I think one problem for me is that to to some extent uh in my in my viewings of this movie, cause I went back and watched it yesterday, uh, just to kind of like make sure I wasn't being unfair with like my initial reaction to it. Um, I really feel like the characters are kind of, um, beholden to the story rather than being actual, like actual characters. Like, mm-hmm. the the boyfriend, for example, who has no name at all, um, in my opinion, because uh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it. Um, so, like, the boyfriend is just, like, this really sort of, like, you know, he's really in love with Sid, he's really supportive of her, he may be a little kind of, like, snarky, but, like, they have a really nice couple dynamic until the until the movie is, like, okay, now she needs to kind of end things with him so she can be with Lucy. And out of nowhere, they turn him to, like, a huge jerk and make him, like, overreactive and really, like, mean to her. But we didn't really see that going in. And kind of the same with, like, Greta. She's kind of, like... Uh, she's a heroin addict. She's kind of out of it for the entire thing until she's not, you know, until the story needs her to be sympathetic, uh, to really like give an emphasis to Lucy's death at the end.
2: Right. Like he made, he made her a martini unprompted. Like (laughs) Uh that's a, that's a good guy right there. And like, I think the most egregious sin that he committed in this movie was being a little too put off that his girlfriend maybe tried heroin once. I don't know. Uh,
0: (laughs) Like, I didn't
2: didn't see that... I didn't see what she saw in him that made her want to, like, have this argument and this big blowout breakup.
0: Do either of y'all think that the movie might have benefited maybe from... I mean, I think obviously it would have, but I think they already had something to work with there with Sid, you know, starting to get these feelings for her upstairs neighbors and stuff like that to turn that breakup into more of like, oh, maybe I'm questioning my sexuality. Maybe I'm bisexual. Maybe I need to like, you know, explore this. I cheated on my boyfriend. Maybe that would be the catalyst for the breakup. But instead, they kind of I feel like demonize him a little bit, vilify him a bit, and then he just kind of disappears. And there's not really a resolution to that. Um, And same with Greta. I think they they had a lot to work with to, like, make their, you know, the relationship dynamic between Greta and Lucy um, something that could have led to, like, the tension and the problems. But instead, it just kind of feels one-dimensional. I actually
1: really like the... I, I don't, like, think it's a great relationship, but I do really like the dynamic that Greta has with Lucy in their relationship. Because mm-hmm. it's something we haven't really seen before. Like, Greta flat out says that, like, she left, like, her family, her career, everything, mm-hmm. uh, to go back to America with Lucy. And that's why, like, she's so in love with her, and but at the same time, she doesn't really have anything solid like there, like even their friends are just kind of like they're only friends in like the sense that uh they can benefit off each other i think that they can yeah
0: go ahead no i was just gonna make a joke about how and they can do heroin which is not the same thing as cocaine together <laughs> <laughs> uh, decidedly like, <laughs> I like how both me and Ro thought it was cocaine at first.
2: (laughs) All three of us did. No, I did. I didn't
0: think it was cocaine.
2: I was like, okay. But now, like, thinking back on it, all those people were, like, way too sleepy to be doing cocaine. I know. Like, if it were me, allegedly... I would be, like, cleaning my room for once.
1: (laughs) No, but, like, I I, I like their dynamic. Like, we haven't seen... It's kind of, like, the excess of romanticism, you know? Like, I'm I'm so in love with you, I left everything to be with you. And then, like, it's just slowly deteriorated because, like, my dream romance uh, turned out to... It's... To just be like sort of like a Disney princess thing where we rushed into it. I really like that. And I would have rather we mm-hmm. focused on their relationship as a whole with Sid as maybe a subplot than Sid be the main character. But that's me.
0: I actually agree with that. Um, I think if the the focus of the movie had shifted from... Sid and instead been on Greta and Lucy's relationship, it could have been like a really good and powerful commentary on like codependency, toxic relationships, um, and how complicated that can get to where, you know, it's not necessarily like one or both people are bad or something like that, but you know, there's like some damage and trauma that you're like working past and like this history that you're working past together. And it's not that easy to like break apart. Mm. Um, I think focusing on Sid, like, it kind of took away from anything there. You know what I mean?
2: Right. And I feel like, like, reality crushes the image of fairy tale is also, dare I say it, an underused plot, especially in this specific genre of movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. this genre being gay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I feel like especially in an art film where you do want to try and like convey everything in like a really kind of highly stylistic kind of beautifully shot manner to have a plot that's very grounded in like reality and the breaking of that illusion would be something like really powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: <clears throat> I also, for the record, want to say that, uh, I, I think having both of the panelists this week, uh, male-presenting individuals um, also really gives to our commentary on a female-focused movie. Um.
2: Yeah, we were absolutely the best two people to ask to do this episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, y'all bring up a very interesting point because, you know, even though you're men, I think one thing that stands out to me in the film or stood out to me in the film um, ties back to that cinematography, which is really, the, I think, the biggest strength in this film. And like I said, this movie was kind of inspired by the work of a uh, feminist photographer Nan Golding's work. Um, and as a result, I think, and also because this film is, you know, shot by a lesbian director, um, the film is very, very clearly, like, shot through a female lens versus, like, a more objectifying male lens that you would see, you know, a lot of straight men use on um uh, <clears throat> on films. Um, and so for me as a woman, right, who's into other women, I thought some of these shots made the women look so sexy. And this is probably going to be one of the gayest things that I have ever said in my life. But that shot of Sid doing the plumbing under the bed. it was like Um, game over this is so sexy but like (laughs) (coughs) what are y'all thoughts on that like the female versus male (laughs) lens in movies
2: oh yeah i i totally agree that was that was like female gaze like up the wazoo all the way like 115 percent like, I, I do agree with you. Um, I, I want to clarify, by the way, for our listeners that I identify as non-binary, but am also like six foot two and have broad shoulders and a beard. So like, there's that. Um, I think this the way that this movie shot, like even the more intimate scenes, was so gentle.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, and c- very colorful right mm-hmm. um it didn't feel like objectifying at all although <laughs> i think there's an argument to be made that the female gaze can be just as objectifying as the male <clears throat> one in various ways but i Everything seems so, like, gentle and lovely and caressing and heroin and downers and colors, you know?
0: It is very 1990s heroin chic aesthetic.
2: (laughs) It's a vibe. It's a straight-up vibe. Uh,
1: Real quick, uh, sorry, I meant to say uh, uh, masculine presenting. Um, I I hope that was an okay thing to say. As far as no, no, no 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 no.
2: You're you're totally good. You're totally oh, good. Sorry. I just wanted to clarify for our listeners.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Is don't the, worry about it, Gre- Nato. <laughs> Greta Greta reminds me a lot of the art teacher in first period. Mm. For some reason. Yes. <laughs>
2: um, but I yeah, she kind of like a really like toned down version. Yeah, I totally Greta like that. is
0: like that art teacher. If that art teacher had run away to some other country to be with, you know, her lover who was also a heroin addict, <laughs> or, or and she like, like was forced to kind of have that extra energy, like. Toned down a lot and like, or if she dude. was like
2: hopelessly addicted to opium. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I do think
1: as far as like the artwork, I think they got the composition down. But I th- I, I pulled it up as soon as you you said uh, Nan Golding's name because I actually hadn't seen uh, their work. Um, and it's go- it's gorgeous, but it's got like I feel like it needs like one car Y color like um.
0: Mm-hmm. Or coloring,
1: you know. Uh, hap- like, Happy Together's, like, uber, like, focus on color a little bit more. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of color. The pictures are gorgeous. The pacing is amazing. Like, the composition of the frames are really great. Like, it, it deserves to be called, like, high art, in my opinion. But I, th- I think they could have gotten more of the color.
0: I agree with that.
2: Right. Like, you could really lean into, like, the glowy, like, reds and yellows and, like, the really soft kind of pale blues. Like, as much as as the look of this movie is kind of a mood, it could have been, like, an even bigger mood.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with that.
1: I also feel like there could have as much as person as much as there's like a lot of personality in like the look of the film i kind of wish there was m- more personality in specifically i don't know what to call them Is like the heroine circle like okay circle of friends mm-hmm. in the, yeah the, yeah the, ap- the apartment gang Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Because, like, uh, near the end, like, Greta was talking about moving in with one. I mean, I didn't realize, like, the person she was talking about was actually, like, a person that we had seen through the entire film.
2: (laughs) Yeah! Right? They Mm -hmm. feel kind of separate from the film. And when she gets in the car at the end of the movie with the guy who tells her the thing, I, like, for, like, a good solid minute and a half was like, wait, is that heroin guy, or is that her, her, like, (laughs) (laughs) ex-boyfriend?
1: Me too! (laughs) I couldn't tell!
2: I was like, wow, he's changed a bit. Uh... (laughs) Wow, Tom, Dick, and Harry really went through the ringer.
1: (laughs) I know breakups change you, but I didn't realize physically.
0: Are y'all saying Uh. that all white men look the same?
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) As a white masculine presenting person, yes. (laughs) We all look exactly the same. (laughs) What, Amelia, are you saying you can't tell the difference between white men?
0: (laughs) I can't. I can't. Neither can (laughs) I. (laughs) I feel like we hit every talking point that I kind of had as far as, like... This movie. Well,
1: it was great seeing Uh, (laughs) y'all. I I will
2: say this about this movie, and it might be worth talking about. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting to see, and take this, please, in the best of all possible ways, it's kind of interesting to see a gay movie from the 90s Where the main character doesn't die from AIDS, but instead dies from, like, a drug overdose. (laughs) Because those are both two things that disproportionately kill a lot of gay people.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: But I feel like we as a society only ever focus on the one. So that really stuck out to me as something that I found interesting in this movie.
0: That actually is a really good point. Um, Yeah. I feel like in general, I don't know if maybe it was just like a little more taboo to talk about that in like the 90s, the heroin culture and stuff like that. Um, Or maybe it got like just kind of... Folded into the AIDS dynamic because of, you know, the needle sharing and all that stuff. Just thinking back to, like, Forrest Gump, I think is the biggest one of that because isn't that to how Jenny gets AIDS any in the first place if she does intravenous so. drugs? Spoiler. Um,
2: no, Jenny was a raging lesbian. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Wasn't heroin kind of in because of, like, Kurt Cobain and stuff? Like, or at least, like, in, like, the edges of pop
0: yeah. culture because of grunge. I know yeah. heroin chic was a huge thing in the '90s. I feel like, yeah, the
2: topic of drug use and drug addiction was a lot more sensationalized back then. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, her- heroin has got to be like a, a relatively new thing at that point, right? i mean mm-hmm. like they had just i think in the 80s come out with super cocaine um <laughs> so i feel like at this point in in 2022 we've seen and heard so much about it especially with like the oxy epidemic that's going on like and how much that's been in the news and Purdue has been like fighting to keep it out of the news. Like that's been a big topic of discussion. And like, we know so much more now about how to deal with drug addiction safely and helpfully that to have that con like to have that sort of conversation in the nineties like, in a movie that I assume was pretty big. I don't know how widely it was watched at the time, but it's got a pretty good cast in it, so I don't see why not. Um, But, like, I think it's an interesting topic to tackle in the 90s. Yeah. Long story short.
0: I think it would be an interesting topic to tackle today, especially since you have so many, like, you know, uh, queer, transgender... Um, youth that are homeless on the streets and do end up turning to drugs. You know, as a exactly. result, exactly.
2: Of- we know so much more about the statistics mm-hmm. now than we did. I th- I think this would be a really interesting movie to make now. I agree, and this brings with, us with to perspective.
0: Rent. <laughs> <laughs> Again, um, <laughs>
1: uh, real quick, I want to clarify. According to Siri. Um heroin was invented in the late 1800s uh, and mm-hmm. popularized as a drug in the 70s just uh, okay, so, so no just one doesn't
2: like relatively yeah. new in the grand scheme of all of time and space, but I do also feel
1: like something that's not really touched upon in like a lot of gay cinema is like um sort of like the drug problems within the gay community mm-hmm. um. Because it's a lot more... In, in my experience, like, uh, when I was younger, uh, it's a lot more fashionable than it is sort of, like, in straight clubs kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, right. from my specific experience, I, I can't speak for, like, in general. <laughs> um, so, but, like, uh, uh, I think my problem with rent... Uh, this week.
0: <laughs>
1: so 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 okay, so go with me for for just a second. I feel like you could just like cut together all of my criticisms of rent and just make it its own episode and we'll call it done and just take the week off. Um so uh basically like I was I was thinking about Rent the other day because I'm obsessed right with things that I just like liked when I was a kid and now I just for for some reason hate that I can't really put a pin in. Um, so with Rent, everyone has like a unifying problem that is you know money, the lack of money, how to get it, how to pay your rent, and then everyone else has what exactly one other defining problem so it's like you know hey look it's the asshole filmmaker that doesn't actually have a vision it's the character that's gonna die from aids you know it's the drug addict uh female love interest and all that's kind of you know it's fine because you have a wide cast of characters, and they all have to be identifiable in a way. Oh, the the lesbian artist. That's bad at art. Um, <laughs> but I think... specifically for comparison to this movie, I really like that they made the characters, specifically Lucy uh, and Sin, uh, kind of complex in their motivations. They don't just have one motivation they each have multiple ones that are working against each other and i mean this movie could have easily just had like how many stories have we seen where someone discovers their sexuality and falls in love plenty
0: you know (laughs) and i will say that on that note too with the the heroin death at the end i was a fan of how they handled that because that is a lot of the time what ends up happening with people as they go to rehab they'll come back and they'll you know do an amount of heroin that they were doing before rehab when their tolerance went away, and it ends up, you know, killing them. Um, so that that death felt very real to me. Um, I wasn't a fan of how Sid kind of made it about herself.
2: Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> that was, like, the ultimate bitch move to Paul.
1: So- <laughs> oh, my God. I hate Sid so much.
0: Sid was Um, just not a good person. I'm sorry. Like, there's no way she could have handled everything differently. I feel
2: like having that scene in the movie was much more preferable to, like, seeing. What's her name? I can't even remember. Uh, Doing a certain amount of heroin and then, like, passing out and, like, choking on her own vomit and, like, really doing that whole thing documentary style, like, I feel like this is much truer to life, and it's closer to the experience of having a friend who has done the heroin thing and then went to rehab and come back and stayed clean for a moderate amount of time. Like, if they were to overdose, like, you're... Odds are you're not going to be there.
0: Yeah. And one thing, I, on that note, one thing that I was a huge fan of that I think, independently of everything else with the plot, this the final scene I thought was so well done, right? Because she goes into her, like, she goes into her um, magazines, you know, office, whatever. They're all, like, uh, commending her for getting Lucy Berliner and the cover and how good it is, even though it's not that good. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> composition or like, you know, the layout or whatever. Um, But anyways, they're all complimenting her on it. And like this whole time, she's just kind of numbly like going through the motions like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have had, you know, a friend that overdosed on heroin and died. And that, that was kind of how like my workday went the next day. It's like I didn't really have the room or the time to like mourn. I just kind of had to go through work and go through the motions and like, you know, leave work at the end of the day and like go about my day like that. Um, yeah, I I thought that was a really, really well done scene as far as like, yeah, just imagine that
2: that and also having to see like your face plastered all over their art book.
0: Exactly. Like it would,
1: oof. And not to ruin your experience. um, but the final scene in this movie is her walking past the secretary, and the secretary giving her the eyes to just say "you slut." And I really oh, yeah, enjoyed it. I forgot that. about
2: that. <laughs> um, I a- I I totally got the sense that the secretary was kind of into it, though. Like she had to use slut eyes, but also she was like. Lucky. can we talk about how big, <laughs> of, like, a,
1: how big of like an hr like mess this is though oh like, actually God, though
0: yeah it has
1: to be like conf- absolute conflict of interest you know you're hiring someone that you're interested in romantically and or sexually
0: and then they only want to work with you and that's the only way they're going to be in the magazine and the next thing you know it's like a clearly like intimate photo shoot <laughs> with
1: you two not only that part of their agreement to even do part of lucy's agreement to do it was to get uh sid promoted to an editorial position instead of assistant editor uh which is so fucking wrong uh i mean it happens but it's like so fucking messed up um and that person is expected to continue on at the magazine Knowing that everyone that has read the magazine or will read the magazine, specifically number seventeen, uh, has seen them fully naked and doesn't seem fully comfortable with it. Not at
0: all. It felt like she was kind of forced to allow those pictures to be published. Yeah, like, this <laughs> Which whole fanfic cool. is
2: this whole fanfic fo- is hashtag dubious <laughs> consent. Yes, but but if she were like into it and had given her consent. What a power move. Right. Right,
0: actually. What a power
2: move to, like, put your full ass naked body into an art magazine and then be like, surprise, I'm the assistant editor. And when this bitch goes, I'll probably be editor in chief. Suck on these titties.
0: (laughs) Hopefully, that one editor dude goes first because he sucked.
2: Oh, my God. My reading of it was, like,
1: after they, like, rejected the underwater shoot, she was like, oh, crap. And they kind of, like, implied that was her fault that they had to, like, go with another one. She basically did it because she felt like she was forced to, to kind of, like, save her position and her standing. Um, Which... Also, does it mean consent was given for the publishing of? Oh
0: no, not at all, not at all. She was coerced. But she's still not a good person. Coerced, but it's it's messed up. Yeah, no, I agree. (laughs) Sid sucks, but that was also a messed up thing to happen to Sid.
2: Yeah, this is this is the most terrible Ao3 fanfic I've ever read. (laughs) Just like, oh my
1: god, I just like. Because like i it's it's like my hatred of sort of like the archetype the original game you know, for for Lucy just like shifted onto Sid as soon as Sid started <sighs> the way she treated her her boyfriend, the way that she forced Lucy into kind of doing the photo shoot by the way, no offense to Lucy, but um. I don't see what everyone else sees in her art, but also, like, it's the art community. <laughs> you know? Um, so it might just have been, like, uh, she had enough money to, like, buy the influence, which it seems like... I mean, like,
0: <laughs> we, we saw the mom's house. We saw her mom. I'm just saying, we all saw her mom.
2: By the way, her mom, best character in the movie.
0: Yeah, her mom yeah. was... I liked her mom a lot.
2: She's full-on, like, Jewish guilt-trip mom. Like, I, it was amazing to see, honestly.
1: Also, while I'm in complaining mode, uh, that reminded me, we don't really see a lot of, like, characters to flesh out Lucy
0: mm-hmm. like
1: we do for Sid. Because, like, Sid has, like, dynamics with other characters, like, and her work, uh, with her... Ex slash current boyfriend, depending on where we are in the story, that really flesh out her character and her personality. And Lucy doesn't really have anyone, which kind of made me more sympathetic to her as the story went on. Yeah, I don't feel like Lucy really had anyone to like establish herself besides herself. Yeah, um, which kind of made her more empathetic to me because it seemed like she was just very alone the entire thing the fact that she didn't moment
0: in the bathroom and she's like i've never been deconstructed like that before i don't know that just seemed like a very lonely kind of sentence to me because she's like this famous photographer who's had her moment in the spotlight she's surrounded by all these people she has this like long-term partner that she's with and she still feels like so alone like nobody's like really looked into you know her mind or how she sees things through her eyes and stuff like that nobody's really taken that time to like i guess empathize with her
2: now i'm just thinking about like two lesbian artists in the bedroom going oh yeah baby deconstruct me (laughs) into my influences baby yeah that's
0: hot <laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs> first it was portrait of a lady on fire now it's picture of a
2: lady naked in bed <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah what's... baby i love it when you talk about composition <laughs> oh my what's god. next
1: gif of a girl farting
2: um there we go <laughs> that's, that's the next uh, lesbian movie we're watching <laughs> <laughs> nato's gonna be cancelled I've,
1: I've been cancelled every single episode of this season and I'm very proud of it.
2: oh yeah when oh you best believe Nato when we finally do an episode on Rent you're going to be like triple cancelled oh
0: my god I can't wait personally
2: <laughs> Amelia we, and I are going to rip
1: you apart we're never doing an episode on Rent because it's not a gay movie uh,
0: alright folks well I guess it's time to wrap this up Nato, Rent? would this movie make the cover of your magazine or would you leave it on the cutting room floor?
1: Well, technically, Fuck Tree's magazine doesn't have a cover because it's just blank sheets of paper. Um, <laughs> but I would suggest watching this movie anyway because I think it's fascinating. The acting is really good from Ali Sheedy. Um, and it's just really gorgeous to look at. Mm-hmm.
2: NATO's magazine is just a ream of eight and a half by eleven printer paper. <laughs> we literally just went to Office Depot. And you know, what, to, be fair, paper to be fair To be fair. To be
0: fair. You could probably sell that to like some pretentious kind of like obnoxious like wealthy art critic type. You oh know, but first. We're first really you'll just have making like a commentary on the on the permanence of cutting down the rainforest and the emptiness that comes with capitalism and be like, yes, but $10 million. But first you have dollars. to put
2: like, you have to put like one red dot on the top sheet of paper. Just, so <laughs> just my God. on the side of the Just so you can tell people you did something. <laughs> so you did read my notes. <laughs> <laughs> like like oh, in, right. col-
1: in college like i went to uh the, you remember the graphic art building
2: um, i do yes so you I know how many they friends just had like, live
1: there so um i replaced I, I was friends with the security guards and i replaced one of the um uh pictures in there with a picture of a blurry dot on a white background and i went <laughs> in th- the next day for class and everyone was just, like, because it put it right outside the classroom. Everyone was just, like, looking at it, and it's like, oh, my God, this is so deep. Like, what do you think it <laughs> I love that. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Knowing our graphic design department, that totally does not surprise me.
0: <laughs> All I can think of when you say that is that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Danny DeVito pretends to be, like, the art critic, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, Amelia asked me if I like the movie.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> right. Bro, would you take this movie on a romantic bed and breakfast photo shoot, or would you leave it on the shelf to gather dust with the rest of your dreams? Oh well, I mean <laughs> <A> womp womp. <laughs> This I think it's
2: I I'll take this movie on a weekend photo shoot and then we'll like never see each other again. <laughs>
0: Let's the, put it that way. <laughs> the lesbian longing, I love the it. lesbian
2: longing <laughs> of that statement. Absolutely, <laughs> there's a movie that we need to make.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we think, but if you've seen this movie or end up watching it later, we'd love to hear your thoughts or your experience with it. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Pod. That's G-A-Y-E-C-A-P-O-D. While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for more suggestions, and we can't wait to experience more movies with you. Bye!
2: I keep forgetting we have an Instagram is is, I do too. Lesbi- is lesbian <laughs> longing like the lesbian version of eating out <laughs> <laughs>